In Jesus' name, Amen. Oh, put your hands together. Put your hands together, somebody. Ezra, come and give me five. Come, come and give me five. That's my, 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 my friend right there. My friend right there. How are you? Good. I'll see you after church, okay? Go sit down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Daniel, book of Daniel. Book of Daniel, chapter number four. Have you been encouraged by the testimonies? If you have put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. He's a God that comes through. Amen. Daniel chapter 4. I'm going to start reading from verse 29 to 33. Daniel, no, I'm going to read 29 to maybe 35. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 4 verse 29 to 35. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling, for my mighty power, and for the honor of my majesty? Whilst the words were still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you, and they shall drive you from men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen. And seven years, sorry, and seven times shall you shall pass over you until you know that the most high God or the most high rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. That very hour the word was fulfilled concerning the book of Nazar. He was driven from men and ate grass like an oxen, like oxen. His body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair had grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. At, and at the end of the time, I, this is Nebuchadnezzar himself talking, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven and my understanding returned to me and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion and his kingdom is from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He does according to his will in the army of heaven. And among the inhabitants of the earth, no one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? Here ends the reading of his holy word. Father, I pray you breathe your spirit over this word in Jesus' name. Amen. We've been talking about a subject I entitled Dealing with Pride. Isn't it? Dealing with Pride. Dealing with Pride. 
Last week I said that pride is like a fifth column. Pride is like an enemy that is inside of us. You know, last week we looked at um, King Uzziah. How many remember this king? He was the strongest king that Judah had ever seen. He built uh, an army. He equipped the army and all that. And yet, his destruction came from an army that was inside of him. Amen. Pride is something that we all have and yet we all deny. None of us will accept or admit that we are proud. We all think that pride is far away from, 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 from us. In fact, we see pride or we see the spirit of pride in other people, but never in us. We would, we would argue till the cows come home that we are not proud. Somebody else is proud. Somebody else has pride. We, we are humble. But I started by saying that pride is something that we all, it's inside of us. It's an army that left unchecked can destroy us. I, 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 was it last week I said that pride is like the embassy of Satan inside of us. Because we saw as part of the definition of pride is that pride is the national religion of hell. In hell, the religion they have is pride. Amen. Amen. That's the, the religion they worship. They worship pride. So anytime you are talking or anytime you are thinking and all you are saying is I, 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 me, 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 me. Know that you have joined the host that worship in hell. Because I represent pride. It's all about me. I gave a definition. Let me give the definition again quickly for those of us who were not here last week. Said pride is what? Pride is an means acting arrogantly, high-minded or high opinion of one's importance of self-worth. Pride is idolatry. Uh, idolatry. That's idol. You're idolizing yourself. Pride is idolizing yourself. How many know celebrities? You know, celebrities are idols. We idolize them. What we don't know is that the, the word celebrity or, I, uh, or, or idol is, is, is their, their uh, uh, stars of Satan brought in to be worshipped. And sometimes they worship themselves and they believe in themselves. They join that religion of self-worth, self-importance. Have you seen somebody who was nobody? They maybe went to X Factor or something. They, they became a star overnight. And now when they are coming, they have a certain high mind. They have some people in front of them, some people behind them. And now you can't even talk to them. You have to go through their, to go through their yeah. peers before you can talk to them. Because now they are idols. They are celebrities. Not all of them are proud. But that thing genders pride. And it makes people behave unseemly because of pride. Hallelujah. I was saying that even if you look at children, you see a child, you know, a child may be misbehaving and the parent is trying to correct the child and the child goes, hmm, hmm. have you seen that before? 
is a spirit that enters. That's the spirit of pride. How dare you talk to me like that? How dare you try to correct me? It's a spirit. We are preaching. Hallelujah. Pride is a spirit. You know, you, many churches, you go to church, these days we never talk about pride. Because the church itself is full of pride. The pastor himself is full of pride. How can you rebuke something that you are? We we'll talk about everything but pride. Amen. But pride is the very uh, character of Satan. Amen. So we started to describe pride last week. How many remember? And we read um, the scripture in Ezekiel, isn't it? Let's go back to it. Ezekiel 28, 12 to 19 to describe the 10 symptoms or 10 signs of pride. Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord, you were sealed, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering and the sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the turquoise, and emeralds with gold. Thy workmanship for your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were the holy, you are on the holy mountain of God. You walk back and forth in the midst of the fairy stones. You were perfect in your ways. And from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. What was the iniquity? The iniquity was pride. Hallelujah. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within. So you see, pride is not without. Pride is where? Within. And you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountains, mountain of God. And I destroy you, O covering cherub, for the, from the midst of the fairy stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. And you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid before you kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought you, I bought, brought fire from your midst. It devoured you. I turned you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. And all, all who knew you among the people were astonished at you, and you became a horror. And shall no more, shall be no more forever. Amen. Amen. So we started to look at some of the signs. So that as soon as we start seeing the signs in us, we should diagnose it from us that the spirit of pride has found itself into us. Amen. And it's at work in us. The first thing is you are created in perfection. Perfection. You are perfect. Anytime you see yourself as perfect, 
Now, as for me, my work is perfect. As for me, I am perfect. It means that you are looking down on others. Because to be perfect means you are comparing yourself with somebody. And the Bible says that they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. It doesn't matter how perfect you are. Somebody is more perfect than you. Amen. And we read a scripture which says that what have you got that you were not given? That thing you call perfect, it didn't come by your hard work anyway. You were made so. Somebody must have created it. Somebody brought it out of you. Amen. The second thing we talked about was what? Wisdom. Wisdom makes us proud. Amen. You know when you are wise and in, or intelligent, you look down on others. How many know what I'm talking about? Anytime you think you are wise, you look, at, you look down on other people. You think that they are not... They, you know, somebody says that I cannot even talk to somebody who are, who are dumb because I cannot reason intellectually with them. They are not on my level. She is not, you know, as for me, I don't like dumb men. Men who are dumb, I can't deal with them because they are not on my level. Hallelujah. Mm. Number three. Beauty and or excellence. You know, uh, was it the last World Cup, not the World Cup that just f- finished. The last World Cup was held in, in uh, not the Brazil one, the South Africa one, the third, 2010. I remember that one very, very uh, well because I was in South Africa then. And I remember that the West, you know, like CNN and BBC were saying that it is not good for the World Cup to be staged in Africa. Because the infrastructure in Africa is not up to scratch. There is so much crime. How many remember that? There is so much crime. You know, people will not uh, be safe. And you see, Africa is not a nice place. And it's the, the food and all those, they had things that they said. Because they looked at the continent and it was imperfect. Without realizing that in the West also, there are a lot of imperfections. Not everything is excellent. Not everything is excellent. This is a country, one leaf falls on the, on the train, the train has to close. No, you didn't get a joke. One flicker of snow on the track, that's it. All the, the, the whole train line is finished. About three inches of snow on the tarmac, no plane fly, flies in or out. But we look down on Africa. It's not that nice. Hallelujah. Pride is a, is a very ugly thing. Because when you are exhibiting pride, you don't see your imperfection. Are you with me? When you are full of pride, you don't see your mistakes. All you see is others. And others, you see, when you are looking through the glasses of pride... Everybody is smaller than you. How many understand what I'm saying? Everybody is smaller than you. Everybody is less than you. Because you, you are full of it. 
Amen. What was the scripture? Proverbs 31, 30. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is passing or fleeting. Have you not seen a very pretty woman? Pretty, 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 the prettiest woman. Maybe pretty today. 20 years down the line or 30 years down the line, if we tell you that this was Miss Weld, you will say this. How did this qualify to be Miss Weld? See, everything is gone. The beauty is gone. The hips are gone. The legs are gone. The face that we all said was, mm. Mm. Now it's gone. Mm. When you see them coming like that, Miss Weld, 64. <laughs> you wonder. Beauty is passing. Excellence is passing. Have you never seen like a house that was beautiful, that was excellent in the day? Then after a few years, it becomes a dilapidated structure. So beauty is within a context. It is at for a short time. After that, it passes. So whilst you are in it, don't take pride in it. Don't glory in it. Because it's passing. By the time you realize You know, my mother always used to say the beautiful ones are not yet born. I don't know whether it's it's true or not, but that's what she always used to say that, you see, take your time. Don't be chasing after beautiful girls because the beautiful ones are not yet born. You go and see this one and say, this is the most beautiful one. Follow, 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 follow. Before you realize that the beautiful, more beautiful one is coming. Then you are following, following. Before you realize, you become like a headless chicken. Always following. You can't do that. Hallelujah. Because what you are calling beautiful today is within the context. Hallelujah. Number four. Where you have been. He was in Eden. The garden of the Lord. I have been with the queen, you know. I have sat with the queen. I have eaten with presidents and prime ministers. You see, all of a sudden you become very proud. I was saying that maybe some of us will not appreciate what I'm saying. But if you travel to a certain country where others are fasting and praying, like my brothers were saying, fasting and praying to get to. When you have been there and you go back, it's like you are among the blind, you are the one-eyed king. Uh, And you you change your accent and you put on some some perfume and you put on some some clothes and you are looking very, very tish and all the people are just coming and greeting you and you are feeling very, very proud. Where you have been, where you have been has the tendency of making you proud. Amen. Amen. Number four, number five, sorry. Number five is, are you working with me?
Number five, every precious stone was your covering. Wealth. 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 Wealth has a way of making people feel proud. Have you seen that uncle who has money? When you go and say hello to him, he thinks you are coming for money. There was a, 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 a pastor that used to say a story. He said he had this wealthy uncle that he used to go. I mean, people, all the family will go to him. Maybe you, you want your school fees, you go and see him, and then you have to go and kneel and beg, you know, for him. Or you have to go, maybe somebody's getting married, the wedding, you have to go and try and, you know, plead your case. And he said that that uncle had written a. On the doorpost, you know when you are entering, you don't see it. But when you, when you come in, the doorpost, the, he's written, "Cry your own cry." On it. So when you come, Mr. Uncle, uh, I'm going to school. I need school fees and everything. Then you say ten. Then you say you say you are going to school. Read what is on the top of the, uh, the door. What is it written? He said, "Cry your own cry." He said, have you seen that? Get out and go and do same. Go and cry your own cry. Hallelujah. Because he was rich. Have you seen young people in, the, in a family who become rich have a certain arrogance towards the, the elderly people in the family because now I have money so I control everything. That happens. Money talks. Everything else works. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. But the Bible also says that money is sometimes described like a bird. It develops wings and it flies away. You may be rich today. It doesn't mean you'll be rich tomorrow. When you are rich today, don't become proud. Be humble. It is only money. It is only within a context. How many know that there are some people who have rooms full of money, but they are lying in a hospital bed somewhere, and that money cannot save them? Sometimes somebody will be lying unconscious, and they want to send money to go, but they can't send the money. They need somebody to just help them to seek medical attention. But even to stand... Or, or, or raise the alarm, there's nobody. The money cannot go and raise the alarm for you. Am I talking to somebody? Never ever become full of yourself because you have more money than other people. Am I talking to somebody? Money is fleeting, it's passing. How many know people were rich some time ago and now they are broke? <laughs> Am I the only one? In Africa and places like that, one change of government, that's it. You move from up to down. Easy. Something, somebody, one sickness and that's the end of your wealth. 
That's it. You will spend all the money you have on doctors. Just because of, oh! As you are standing around bragging that you are rich and everything, oh! that's all it takes. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? There are some, some of us sitting here. When your parents ask you for money, the way you talk to them. Preach it, Pastor. Take your time. I thought you had the sound with the sound in me. I thought you are always calling me. That's why I don't like talking to you. Hey. You bang the phone on your parent. Take your time, Pastor. Just because you have a few pounds. A few. A few, a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Be very careful. I said, be very careful. Somebody comes to you. Oh, I have a problem. I have a problem. Like, like uh, Abraham was saying, you know you won't help. Don't lead the person on. Let the, because he would have found his level if he knew. But proud people have a way of always trying to make you Worship them. Always give you a little string. Come and worship me. Always come and worship me. It's idolatry. It's that, that's the national religion of hell. Trying to get people to always worship you. Listen, if you have, give. If you don't have, the small you have that you can give, give. Somebody asks you for 100 pounds. You can't give 100 pounds. But you have 10 pounds. Give them the 10 pounds. How many know it takes a lot of humility for somebody to walk to you and ask you for something? Yes. It takes a great humility to come or a great need to come to you and say, please, help me. So if they have gathered all that and they've come to you, the least you can do is to give something. Yes. Hallelujah. Never ever be proud because of money. Never ever be proud. Because the person you are looking down on today, tomorrow may be the person you will need. I said the person you are looking down on today, tomorrow may be the person who who bail you out. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. So let us have respect for everybody. The poor person. You know those who are standing by the wayside, by the uh, train station, asking for a pound and everything. Not all of them are on drugs. And even if they were on drugs, you don't know their story. Everyone has a story. None of them started that way. Hallelujah. So the least you can do is to bless them. And if you can't, just walk away. Don't insult them. Don't make fun of them. Because it could easily be you. It could easily be me. Am I talking to somebody? Number six. Anointing and giftings. The abilities. The Bible talks about Lucifer. He had so great sounds in his voice. That when he sang, you could hear every musical instrument. None of the other angels had that ability. He had skill. 
Don't allow your skill. You are skillful at something. So we all look up to you. You are Messi. You are Ronaldo. You are this or that. So we all look up to you. Don't let it get into your head. There is nothing that you have that you did not receive. And if you received it, why are you boasting? It was given to you. If somebody else was born with the talent that you have, maybe they would have done much more than you are doing. Am I talking to somebody? So, so chill. I said chill. Don't be proud. Ask for me, I can sing. Have you seen those type of people? I sing. Take the microphone. Then they will. Yeah. What are you doing? How many know what I'm saying? They always give instructions. I don't even know what they do. They always, the poor organist or the always get into trouble. We used to have a lady who used to lead praise and worship. And when she starts singing, she'll be singing. We are all worshiping in the middle of the worship. She'll stop and insult the drama. Because he's not playing well. Or insult the, the keyboard player or the bass guitarist. Because they are affecting they are, they are, they are, they are affecting her flow. What she didn't realize was that was the reason why she wasn't getting married. Because see, when you are doing something like that, somebody is looking at you. And maybe the person was some, like a prospective husband. But they look at the attitude you are exhibiting on the stage. And they go, if I bring this one to my house, even on the stage, look how nobody can control him. All the men behind the instruments can control her. And in my house, the sister was there. People were getting married. People were getting married. People were getting married. Around there, she was leading prayer. Everybody's wedding, she was leading prayer. At a point, the pastor had to go and beg a brother. Beg the brother. Threaten the brother. Marry her. Marry her. I beg you. Marry her for me. And then the pastor said, if you marry her, I will show you how to deal with her. And the brother said, if you show me how to deal with the hair, then I'll marry her. When the brother married the girl, the pastor indeed showed him how to deal with her. And we were all amazed that this pompous, incorrigible sister that we, everybody was afraid of had become like a mouse. The brothers, the girl became like a mouse. When she took the microphone, shall we sing? Hey, is it the same sister? They had given him some checks and balances to control that spirit in her. Don't wait. You see, when you are being made to kneel down, you are forced down. It's not the same as when you go down on your knees yourself. When you are going down on your knees yourself, you are gentle. But when they are forcing you down, they hurt your knee. 
How many understand what I'm saying? Because they will force you before you realize your knee has hit or something, you hurt yourself. Bible says in 1 Peter, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. When you lift yourself up, he brings you down. But when you humble yourself, he lifts you up. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number seven. Your appointment or promotion. Your appointment or promotion. How many know people who have been promoted and all of a sudden now they become high and lifted up? Now they can't hang out with their friends anymore. They can't. You can't even go to their office. You know. You know, some, some of my mates, you know, you hear that, oh, he's now the director of this bank or something, or minister of the moon and stars. And then you pick the phone, you know, we have this, uh, what's it called? Like this um, forum where every, all like the old students, year group ha- have a forum. So everybody's phone number is on there. And, and you get a phone number. Maybe you are just calling him just to chat. You don't want anything. And you call such a person, and the person, what do you want? I say, hey, <laughs> chill, bro. Have you forgotten that we used to eat my food? You used to come and beg me for sugar. Sugar and fish like that. Today, you are minister of moons and, moon and stars, so we can't even talk to you. And not, it's not like I want anything. I just want to chat with you. You forgot that what your pomposity is only four years. After four years, you are down. Even it doesn't take four years. The day the the, the king the, the president says reshuffle, that says you are out. They can send you a letter. Just one reshuffle and you are out. Moon and star. They say now go and go and sweep the road. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. You were. Be a cleaner here, then by the grace of God, you've been promoted. Now you pass by the cleanness, you don't even say hello. I remember a brother, he used to wash pots. We used to call him pot wash. He used to wash pots. In the one company, the same company, there was an opening as a financial uh, administrator or something. And he, he had a degree washing pots. He was washing pots. One, one day he saw this advert in a the place. Then he put an application in. And he went. And that was the first time the, the, the manager realized that this guy had a degree washing pots. You know, and with all that, the ma- manager decided to give him the job as the financial administrator of, of the company. Now, he puts on a suit. And he comes. Lunch time, when he comes to the kitchen, kitchen, the kitchen manager, the manager of the pot wash, he doesn't even say hello to the man. Because now I am administrative. I am in the office upstairs. You are in the basement washing pots. Listen, only a few weeks ago, you were washing pots with us. It's only grace that has taken you upstairs. And if you misbehave, you will be back down here. So don't be proud. Hallelujah. 
I said, do not be proud. Just take it easy. I said, take it easy. Humble yourself. Amen. Amen. Just humble yourself. Number, let me finish quickly. Number eight. Your brightness, your achievement can cause you pride. Your strength can make you proud. He says that your brightness, the brightness of your glory lifted up Lucifer so much that now he could not he could not even put himself down anymore. He said, I will ascend to the hill of God, the throne of God, and sit where God sits because I have achieved by the grace of God. Brothers, as you are going back, you are now masters in roads and transport and moon and stars. Don't go with an attitude. I've been educated by the queen. I've achieved uh, uh, MSc, MSc, BSc, what you may call it, C. Don't, don't go with that attitude. Now, uh, uh, you know, in England, we don't do this. We don't, no, 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 no. Humble yourself. You change more in humility than in pride. You can change the system when you go in humility, when you go in pride, nobody listens to you. You may be saying the right thing, but because of your pride, we can't even listen. We can't hear you because your pride goes more than what you are saying. Hallelujah. Number nine. Your wealth. No rich person has ever been paid or has ever paid their way from death. Have you seen that before? The person is rich. And his day of death comes. And he says that I want to bribe death. That death shouldn't come. Michael Jackson could not stop death when it came. Even though he had money. Onassis could not stop death when his day came. Even though he had the wealth of the world. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Don't allow your wealth. You know, buy your houses, buy your cars, but don't allow your car to define you. Don't allow your house to define you. I want to see people who are rich and they come and sweep the house of God. Oh, I don't know whether you heard what I said. I want to see millionaires come to sweep the house of God. I want to see millionaires come and serve and usher people in the house of God. Because in the house of God, we are all the same. There's no rich, there's no gentle, there's no Jew. There's no Hebrew, there's no male, there's no female. We are the same. Can we worship God in humility? Not that because now I am a millionaire, when I come, I have to sit in front. Sit with the pastors or sit with the, the you know, we have a, like these chairs here. We put the millionaires, hey, if I was a millionaire, you put me on this chair, I won't sit on it. Why should I sit here? How many know that when you're on top, you are easy to hit? You know, when you're doing target practice, the one on top is the easiest to hit. It's very lonely at the top. Never always want to be at the top. Hide. Hide. You know, I was saying to somebody, I don't want 
people to admire my car. I want to admire my car from inside. So I like a car that is more beautiful inside than outside. How many have seen themselves outside their while driving their car before? Have you seen it before? You are driving, you can see yourself outside looking in. Well, you see a car, nice car going, wow, it's a nice car. I'll get that car. But when you go in, it's just a steering wheel and then that's but same thing. And uh, Hallelujah. Don't let your money get to your head. Number 10. Popularity. Fame. You are now known. Because you are known, now nobody can talk to you anymore. You are now become misworld. So you can't talk to your friends anymore. You have now become the queen. So you forgot your roommates. How many know what I'm talking about? You, you had a roommate like that, isn't it? She had a, her roommate is the queen. Still slept in the same room. When you sleep in the same room, did she know she was going to be the queen? I remember once we went to visit her in the palace. When we got there, I said, me, I won't go in. They came talk. I said, me, I won't go in because I read in my history book that that palace, they used to chop people's head. <laughs> so I'm not going in there. <laughs> I said, oh, it's my friend. I said, I know it's your friend. I know it's your roommate, but I'm, I'm staying here. Yes, I was sitting in the car when the roommate came from the palace outside to come and see me and say hello. I was very impressed with her. The queen herself came down to come and say hello. Shake my hand. I was very impressed because I didn't even know whether, how many know what I'm talking about? This is the queen we are talking about. Come, not the Queen of England, though, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, am I talking to somebody? Yeah, don't let your fame. Because now you are popular, you can't relate with your friends anymore. Now you are popular, even you can't come to church anymore. I pray that all of us in this place, when we become popular, we will still remain here. And you still be doing what you are doing. Who are the footballers? Where are my footballers? Where, 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 where are my footballers? You, nobody will sign you. <laughs> uh, Prince, get up. When you get your contract, your 45 million contract, and you're playing for Mind United and all those places, I want you to see, I want to see you behind the mixer. I want to see you still with that thing. Put that thing in your, on your head. Yeah. I want to see that same thing on your head. Sitting where you are sitting. Meanwhile, you are earning uh, 300000 a week, but you are still sitting there. Amen. Doing the same work. Amen. Hallelujah. How nice it would be to see famous people serving. There's a church that we used to visit in, in South Africa. When you go there, you have uh, the stars, the celebrities. They are all sitting there. 
some are ashes in the church. They are ashes. Meanwhile, they are TV stars. They are singing people. They are all part of the church. When you go to West Angeles, there's a church. You see uh, Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan and all those. They are, they, 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 there's a place. They, they were showing me where they sit. It's just like here. They sit like where Georgina is sitting. That's where they sit. Meanwhile, they are the Michael Johnson and Denzel Washington. They come to church and they serve like all of us. Angela Bassett and the co, and co. They were all there. Every Sunday they are in church, quiet, sitting there. Let us not become very arrogant. The day you become, uh, 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 what do you call it? You, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, X Factor champion. Now we can't come to church. When you come to church, we can't even say hello to you. Hallelujah. Humility will take us far. Pride always brings us down. Humility takes us far. I pray that we'll become humble. I said I pray that we'll become humble.